Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's community spotlight. Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with Kurt from Leadership Portage County. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, Kurt, you're the Executive Director of Leadership Portage County. What is Leadership Portage County? What's the big picture? What's the big idea? What do you guys do out there? We really work to create a network. We create a network to help business, but more importantly, to help volunteerism. And our goal is really to act as a catalyst for volunteerism and positive change here in the county. Yeah, speaking of volunteerism, you guys do a project for every class. What are some of the projects that have come out the last few years out of Leadership Portage County? Sure. Uh, last year, our group that just graduated in May, their project was at Hattie Larlam, and they worked on a playground rehab. It's a playground that's designed for kids with disabilities, so there's a it's a lot of sensory things going on in the playground. It just needed some refreshing, so they spent a day or two out there working at that project. The year before that, our class did two projects. They did one at the Skills Center and one at the King Kennedy Center. Those projects both involved rehabbing rooms interior to the buildings, adding some AV equipment. Uh, they did a floor at the Skills Center. The year before that, the class of 2017, those guys worked at Miller House, which was uh, another one of these podcasts that you did. And they rehabbed uh, the main living area and also partnered with Step 2 to put some playground and outdoor equipment for the younger residents of that house. Yeah, I got to testify to that because I've been around Miller. I do a class there, usually in the fall time, a self-care class with some of the clients that live there, the residents. And I'm telling you, if you came to Miller House seven years ago, it wouldn't look anything like it does. And Leadership Portage County has played a key role partnering the community. I believe you guys did the kids' room one year. Yes. And redid that with books and shelves and yeah. color, the painting. The, they went from room numbers, from room one, two, three, to the oak room, the walnut room, and all these different things with this more natural feel to it that just makes it more homely to people coming so they don't feel like they're coming to an institution. And the playground was step two. Phenomenal yeah. for the kids to go right. out, going through tough times. Some of the kids are oblivious to what they're going through, and the parents have to take that out. But the kids are just going out. Hey, they get to come out to a playground every time. It's a real positive thing. So thank right. you very much. Yeah, absolutely. So in regards to those projects, before we started doing the interview, you mentioned there's a couple projects that you guys did over the years that have spawned into their own program and kind of made out and are still living out in the community. Well, one of the most dramatic examples is uh, the Children's Advocacy Center at uh, UH Portage. That is an area where Children that have been abused can go and they can be examined and they can tell their story in a very friendly and, and welcoming environment. That was an outgrowth of a, a class project many, many years ago. Another thing that's happening that continues to go on is uh, several years ago, a class uh, did a visioning and portage idea. From that came Celebrate Portage, which still is happening. And I'll throw a quick plug for those guys. Uh, they're going to be doing the uh, award ceremony in August. They have a cruise in Ravenna. There's going to be a fly-in with a, a race at the Portage County Airport. And it's just a great way to celebrate things that are happening here on a countywide level. We've done that with cities, but this is a chance to look at it on a countywide level. This is a little bit of a side topic, but I had an old mentor I heard recently talk about Cleveland. And he talked about it in regards to the soul of a city. And if you remember Cleveland for the last two, three decades, if you're from around here over the last two, three decades – Mistake on the Lake. We're kind of the brunt of jokes and movies for several years. More than two or three decades. More than two or three decades. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe since before I was born is probably the case. Yeah. But, you know, some things started changing, you know. And then I remember the Cavs campaign, I think, was key in this. Believe Land. We're not Cleveland. We're Believe Land. And it started saying, 
you know, some things spin off. Like there was a hashtag CLE love and people were making t-shirts and Team Northeast Ohio and Jumpstart were doing these things with businesses behind the scenes. And there started being just like this celebration of what's in Cleveland and in the region. I mean, we have national parks, we have a lakefront, we have the Rock Call, we have the Football Hall of Fame, we have all these things. The next thing you know, we win a Cav Championship, and that takes it to a whole new level. We get the Republican Convention, no matter what your politics, that's still an economic boost in the city. Right. And now going into the future, you have baseball championships, NBA All-Star Game, all these different things coming. And so to see that we have that in Portage County is real exciting. So out of leadership, Portage County, an idea came for one class a few years back. And now that's still going to bring that same kind of concept localized with Portage County and what we have to celebrate Portage. Right. Absolutely. Really cool. I'm listening to Malcolm Gladwell's book, Tipping Point, right now. Oh, love that book. It's, love it's that book. really interesting because it's the little things that create the big changes. And I think that Celebrate Portage is one of those ideas that we are looking at the great things that are happening here and acknowledging those. And those little things start adding up and we reach that tipping point. This is a great place to live. I've lived here my whole life. Love this county. Love everything about it. We have fantastic parks. We have fantastic green spaces. We have opportunities here. Great place to raise a family. I've chose to stay here, and I am glad that I'm in a position now where I can help celebrate and market that to the world. Absolutely, and there's just something about when you just recognize the good that's going on that shifts the focus. I remember, you know, starting to work in the area back in 2010 on these committees, and different boards, through different programs, through education, and all these different things over the years. I hear a lot of naysayers say, "Hey." We're just Portage County. Right. And there was like this identity crisis going on. And I thought when I heard my former mentor's message of a soul of a city, I'm like, what is the soul of Portage County? And now you're starting to see that come alive. Maybe not the fullness of an urban area like Cleveland and the region, but there's still, even through Celebrate Portage, we're, we're having these, you know, Ravenna's doing their summer fest again. There's right. there's hope coming back in these different ways. It seems like Kent has a new festival every other weekend. Absolutely. And everyone's seeing the transformation of it. So I just want to thank you. Leadership Portage County was a catalyst, and I believe in helping us re-identify and gain back our soul of Portage County. So that's awesome. Fantastic. So, Kurt, you guys have a lot of representation from local companies and maybe some unexpected companies like industries, you know, manufacturing facilities, all these different things. Not just the social services aspect like I'm from, but a lot of different industries. What are some organizations that participate and send staff out to your program? You're right. We do have a lot of nonprofit organizations that send people to our program. We do have support, though, from for-profit places. Uh, Amatech has been a supporter of ours. DB Tree has been a big supporter of ours. UH Portage, technically nonprofit, but UH Portage has been a longtime supporter of the program. Educational, higher education systems here in the county are very big supporters. And it's important to have that industry and that nonprofit mix. That's really one Absolutely. of the goals. We're trying to bring those two entities together to combine their resources to solve problems and to make things better here in Portage County for everyone. Absolutely. So if I'm a manufacturer and I'm listening to this and I might say, hey, I get the United Way wants to send someone I get, that Coleman or Hattie wants, or FCS wants to send someone, but why would I as like a plastic manufacturer, why the heck would I want to send a guy over there? Like, yeah. what would you tell that person? It's a tough answer to that. It requires a little bit of vision. Here's what I mean. Our goal is to make this county a better place to live. If you're a manufacturer and you're doing business here in this county, 
it is in your interest in making this a better place to live and work. And that's important for many things. But primarily right now, I think what's happening in manufacturing is we need to see the retention of employees. Manufacturers are desperate now to get employees. So it's that quality of life issues that we really are dealing with. So as a responsible employer, as a responsible citizen of the community, it behooves an employer to participate. And this is a great way to get plugged into the really great things that are here but also to look at the opportunities that exist and to, to kind of pick at some of the problems. I will tell you, Mike, I'm a huge believer that we have the ability to solve our problems here in Portage County. We have the ability. We have the resources. We just need to talk. We need to get together. We all need to throw a little bit into the pot, and eventually we're going to have a, you know, a great outcome. And I, I believe that we can solve the difficulties and the, the, the bad things that are happening here, but the good far outweighs the bad. Sure. And I think the transformation of the city of Kent the last 10, 15 years is proof of yes. that for sure. When you have the Burbank Foundation partnering with the city, right? you know, uh, Davey Tree says, hey, we're coming to town. I remember being at the Kent Chamber luncheon several years ago and ended up at the table with Matt French from Amatech. He's like, we're moving too. And just hearing right. people were fired up that they're being part of something bigger. Like, hey, this doesn't make business sense, but we're going to come and support the movement. Part of brings the bus garage down there. Next thing you know, we all just experienced Kent and, and the transformation, just driving through Kent State with a new fashion building, all these different things. You look through Kent and you're like, this doesn't look anything like it did 10, 15 years ago. Right. So a lot of that was partnering public and private sector, nonprofit sector, all coming together, government, city government, at all different levels coming together. So I really like that. Also, research was showing when employers promote volunteerism, employees tend to be more loyal, that increase, improve retention, and they feel more supported by their organization. Right. And we did some research at the Safety Council and found out that literally some of the social emotional aspects of employment really affect the, the bottom line when it comes to safety performance, which usually is neglected because you usually think, here's the standard, here's how we lock this out, tag this out, wear a hard hat kind of thing. Right. You typically think of that as safety, but literally the culture, do I get along with my manager? Do I feel supported? Are they a supportive organization? Are they ethical? And all this type of stuff helps it. Not only that, leadership supporters county they're obviously learning leadership skills, going yeah. out and maybe getting uncomfortable with some of the things they see out there, right. but also being encouraged. What are some stories out there that you've heard as far as people like, you know, aha moments or eye-opening experiences that they come back and say, Kurt, I'm so glad I came here. I wasn't sure about it maybe when I came. Do you have any kind of testimonies or stories? We have a lot of those stories that take place. I think one of the more dramatic ones is uh, when people have an opportunity to go do a ride-along with a law enforcement agency just to see the job firsthand, to see some of the sides of life that we're not typically exposed to. I think the other really big aha day every year, hands down, it was for me in 2006 when I took this program, is when we do the Human Services Day. And we start looking at things and confronting things like homelessness in Portage County, hunger, kids that are hungry, confronting those things that we don't see. We right. know that's out there. It's, that happens somewhere else. But it's happening right here. It's happening right out here behind this building, right sure. over here. I, I think that's a very dramatic day. I think that there's a lot of tears shed that day when people face that reality that there's really some tough situations that people didn't want to be in, that people didn't create on their own, people that need help. I think that's probably one of the bigger aha days. I think there's other smaller ones along the way. Sure. Uh, there's Absolutely, we do a, a county tour, and that's one of the really fun days to see like, wow, Portage County is the birthplace of one of the world's major religions. And we don't really know about that or celebrate that. We have the blitz really, hanger. Is that? What is that? Mormonism. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, I knew there was a thing in Hiram, but there's yeah, there is a thing in Hiram. Yes, uh, yeah, Johnson Home. Right. So that's interesting. Major wow. revelations happened there. Major, major tenets of the Mormon faith were bestowed there, and that happened right here in Portage County. The hangar for the blimp is here in Portage County. We have gorgeous lakes. We have bike trails. We have all kinds of cool industry. We have toy manufacturers. Uh, I mean, there's really cool stuff that's going on right here. We have a lot of businesses that deal internationally. Amatech is one. So there's just really cool stuff going on, and it's fun to see that. And I, I think that building you drive by all the time, sometimes we get to go inside that and look at it and go, wow. I, oh, that's I, cool. I didn't know that that was here. So You guys get to tour Camp Garfield, right? Yes, we do tour Camp James A. Garfield Joint Military Training Resource Center. Thank you for correcting me. That's right. <laughs> Growing up for me across the street, we'd hear bombs going off in the 80s all the time. Yeah. We caught it at the arsenal and sure. the whole house would shake. We're like, right. oh, there we go. Oh, they're practicing again. <laughs> Yeah, so. we spend a whole day out there as part of our opening retreat. We get to hear a little bit of the military's leadership training. Uh, we get to experience a little bit of training from them. We take a tour. We get to see, you know, we pull back the curtain. We get to talk with they the, let the, the They let you shoot a fifty caliber flying Apache or anything cool like that? Well, no. We do, right, we so do a simulated. You almost had me right there. That's worth, <laughs> that's worth the price of admission right there. You almost had me. We do a, we do a simulated fire drill. It's electronic targets. It's a right. It's a rifle. It does have the kick and all the fun stuff, but it's a laser simulation. But it's a really fascinating day. And if you have a map of Portage County and you take a look and you see that there's a big, giant, giant, giant blank area in the middle of it, we get a chance to go in there and take a look at that and ask all the questions that you want. And I just think it's fascinating. I love going in there. Great group of guys out there, too. Uh, really fantastic people. One of the great parts about this job is having worked with those guys and just the competency and the kindness and just wonderful people makes you really happy that, you know, our military is the way it is. So one last question on the logistics of yeah. the program. So I enroll. Where do we start? Do we meet once a week, once a month? Yeah. What does all that look like? What's the timetable look like for someone that's really interested in more information about this? First, you can visit my website, Leadership Portage County. Just Google that up and you'll find us real easily. And, it's and you said something in the beginning. We, <laughs> right. I run across this all the time. Yes. There is a Portage County, Wisconsin. Yes, there is. There's a Portage County, Wisconsin. Last year, I did receive a check for enrollment for the Leadership Portage County, Wisconsin at my Kent office. Kent, Ohio. So just saying, you, those mistakes can be made. Check the address. Check the address. Check the address before you mail right. the check. Make sure you're clicking on the Portage County, Portage Ohio. County, Ohio. Ohio. Right. But here's how our class works. We start in September. We have a Wednesday night dinner and just a kind of a formal meet and greet. We do a day of service on Thursday. We do that in conjunction with Celebrate Portage, by the way. So uh, that is an event that's happening countywide that day. But Leadership Portage County has its own work site. This year, we will be working with Habitat for Humanity on a build in Atwater. Then that Friday, we spend a day at Camp Jag. Then thereafter, we spend the first Thursday of each month, and we do a full day, 8 to 5, feed you lunch. The day wraps up at 5. Typically, we have some sort of a get-together afterwards. December, we have like a little meet and greet with the alumni, and those are an opportunity for us to kind of decompress. Uh, each of the class days is really packed. Uh, we've heard from, can't exactly remember the number, well over 100 people this last year. Wow. Um, so if you think about that, we're only meeting once a month and we heard from that many people. We There's not a lot of downtime. Some of it can get really heavy, like that, again, the Human Services Day. That that can be a heavy day and it's helped to kind of take sure, a minute, step absolutely. back and kind of decompress and talk about things. Um, and then we wrap that up in May. We have our graduation day. And then the hope is that after you've graduated in May, that you remain engaged and you uh, can participate in some of our alumni events. 
And as we add them, uh, you can come to those, come to some of our educational things we're going to be doing for alumni coming up. Also, the big hope is that at the end of this class, that everybody thinks about an organization that is dear to them, becomes involved, serves on a board, serves as a volunteer, just goes out and, and does just a little bit to make this a better place to live. How competitive do the classes get? Whenever I'm around leadership portage guys, I hear best a little class debate, ever. Best class ever. Best class ever. It's very competitive. Very competitive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll just leave it at that. We'll just – what happens at leadership stays at leadership. We'll I, just keep it right there. You know, now that I'm the director, I really <laughs> have to not play favorites, right? There you it's go. like being a parent. I can't pick my favorite kid. So in 06 – You're probably going to pick your through, class as the favorite anyway. Well, right? 06, so right? It was, would have been the best class ever. So it's a very unique experience. You get to form a nice bond with that group of people. I'm still friends with many of the people that I went to class with in 06. I'm still in contact with them. I have reached out to them over the years. We've volunteered together. In one instance, one of the guys I met, he and I were founding members of the Portage Park District Foundation. Oh, wow. um, Which was a really great organization that really transformed parks here by just keeping the park district alive for a few years and and helping him pass a levy and and those sorts of things. So That's really cool. um, So if you're an employer listening to this, I would highly recommend getting some more information. If not this year, maybe next year, looking up possible about sending a staff person. You already sent a staff person. Just keep doing that every year. I know Family and Community Service, we send someone out every year. And so that's just something that we think is a benefit and seems to be really positive experience for us. So, Kurt, one last time. What's your website address they can contact you? Leadership Portage County. Type it all in, one big word, and it'll take you right to our site. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining us today. Hope to see you Thank back you. soon. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com.